Penguins, uh, best man from Days of Our Lives, and uh, I'm talking with Evan at the Atomic Podcast. Please join us for scintillating conversation. Intellectual stimulation by way of mobile devices. Welcome to another exciting episode of the Atomic Podcast. And here is your host of the show, Efren Guzman. Welcome back to the Atomic Podcast with your host, Efren Guzman. Today, Efren's special guest is Australian-born actor who's appeared in Magnum P.I., Mission Impossible, as well as had recurring roles on Days of Our Lives and General Hospital, the one, the only, Teo Pingalis. Ladies and gentlemen, back once again, Teo Pingalis. Teo, man, it's been, a, what, a year since we talked, right? Has it been that? Yes, it's been that long. <laughs> I know, last time I talked to you, you was in General Hospital, and we were talking about Days, you wasn't too sure, you, you pretty much thought you was done with Days, but you're back on Days, um, how did everything come about with going back to Days again? Um, you know, it was one of those sudden things, I, I think because what was going on with Joe Moscolo, um, and he was having a difficult time health-wise, and I was kind of an emergency, and... I thought it was kind of ironic because I was the original Demera and that Joe came six months later. Yeah. And so um, it was kind of one of the things I enjoyed doing was the fact that, you know, all these years later, I was kind of sitting in a chair that was not quite Stefano's because he left the estate brother Billy. Yeah. Um, you know, which I didn't agree really at the time. Um, but, you know, it's, they've got their story and they're doing it the way they're doing it and you've got to survive in a way that uh, allows them to interpret also what you're interpreting from what they give you. And But, you know, it came at a cost because of Joe. It was not easy to say goodbye to Joe uh, after all those years, you know. He was uh, a wonderful actor and a great to work with and he was... Uh, just, you know, the stuff, you know, you start to believe after all these years, father, son kind of thing, and that's the way we played it, and, and we had a different kind of dignity and, than we have today when people who are younger speak to elders, they just don't, they don't have that kind of uh, upbringing, so, um, you know, you can't always say, well, when we get that age, you know, you, the world keeps changing, I mean, it keeps changing for those who think they're you know, you're still young enough, and then you realize that over once you reach 30, you know, it's, it's sometimes a struggle. Uh, they're looking always at the youth. And for those of us who survived the many changes of Hollywood um, and advertisers, um, you know, I'm kind of glad that I invested in all the journeys I've taken because it gives my foundation that much more gravitas than it would have if I had just been just an actor. Mm-hmm. You know? And also the writing helped tremendously. I mean, you know, after writing my first two books, the language of what I was given had um, a different kind of depth, you know. Mm -hmm. It's like, it's a muscle, you know. Yeah. I was going to ask you, um, I know, you know, you've wrote, um, written two books. Um, how has writing differentiate from acting? Is it more intense? Is it, is it more research for you to write your books as opposed to acting? Well, the first book, I found myself phrasing things like I'd learned them on days, you know, yeah. where they have a tendency of writing the beginning of the sentence at the end, um, and vice versa with the end and the beginning. So it, the phrasing is kind of strange because of the way they want to impose 
sort of, of an action that they want to um, bring to the audience. And I found that um, it was writing, it's like, you know, if I was exercising my body, the muscle would have a memory and it would build up a certain way, depending on the exercise. And the same is in the writing. A lot of the times people have, don't, sometimes don't understand uh, a, a paragraph. And usually that's because there's a word in that paragraph that was either misinterpreted or not understood. So I started to, as an actor, I started to find that the words stayed a little longer with me rather than being raced through. They had a different interpretation because language for me became an exercise. And so um, I think it also freed me to have more humor, find the humor in the scenes. And so... Um, I mean, it's a complex thing, but you don't know it until you go through it. And so that's what happens when you get older. Hopefully there's wisdom and experience and um, and people listen to you more because there's more gravitas even in the voice. Mm-hmm. You know, so, um, and we're in, you know, in a world of interpretation. So depending on how much and how well you interpret something depends on how the audience receives it and keeps like It's just like, you know, we have on Twitter and the rest of the social media is that you throw a sentence out, does it uh, resonate? Um, and that's, that's the new change, I think. I think that's why, you know, I came from being a despicable character on days <laughs> to being someone who's actually showing his heart. Yeah. So the audience, you know, always likes to forgive. Mm-hmm. Uh, but they're never quite trusting about where you're up to. So, um, more and more so, I think this head writer, uh, she's, well, both of them, Ryan and the RD girl, she's, she's, you know, she and I go back many years, so she knows how to write for me, I think. Uh, so, anyway. <laughs> yeah, I was going to ask you, um, do you think it's, it's you know, we're in different times now, but do you think it's different times where nowadays the villain is more looked at with so much glee as opposed to back then? Because, you know, as you was talking about, like, Stefano was truly, truly hated. Like, people wanted him dead, you know, back in the days where now he's beloved. He's a beloved villain. People love to... people. Do, people don't love to hate the villain. They love to love the villain now. Um, do you think it's it's just like a different time now where villains are more accepted than the good guys? Oh, if you look at politics, I mean, they're all villains. <laughs> and nobody speaks the truth anymore. It's like an accepted norm. That's something I can't get over. Um, how people can accept liars and tell lies as if it's part of the norm and that it's okay. Mm-hmm. And that's the truth of what we search for all our lives doesn't matter. Mm-hmm. So, you know, that's that's the thing that I find is frightening in our society today. I'm going, oh my God, so... I mean, I know why Greeks lied for, for centuries is because they were in the Ottomans. Uh, they had to... The Ottomans were in control of Greece. They were the Turks and, and they were brutal. And so the Greeks had to learn how to lie and whisper and say one thing but mean another. And um, because of survival. But today, we're just lying. Mm-hmm. And that's okay. And it's, and, and it's terrible because we're setting bad, a bad example to the children. And uh, so we put someone in office who, you know, it's people's choice. And, mm-hmm. uh, but it's okay that he lies, that he cheats. And, you know, of course, Hillary was accused of lying and mm-hmm. a few other things. 
you trust anymore. And so I think you can only start with yourself and be an influence to your family and hope for the best. But uh, this is not a great time, I don't think. Yeah. Yeah, since you brought it up, let's talk a little bit about politics, you know, um, like the whole Trump-Hillary Clinton thing. Um, what's your what's your views on that? What's your opinion on it? Because everything is subjective, but what's your opinion on it? Well, you know, we didn't have great choices mm-hmm. uh, to begin with, and, and I just, I don't like the way people get brutal, Yeah, as if their, their choice is the only one, and if you don't choose, I mean, I lost them, I mean, you know, but you all eliminate friends in, in Facebook and other and Twitter and all that and mm-hmm. right there. Um, but I noticed that um, I lost because of my choice. I lost, you know, like 60 people suddenly the choice went. And I said, oh, that's good. I didn't have to eliminate them. And they, they went. But wow. I think it's interesting that they couldn't see beyond the choice mm-hmm. uh, because I was not in agreement. And so it really shows how the North and South never got over mm-hmm. its battle. That's still there. Mm-hmm. And, um, you know, you, then you have people like Russia coming into the picture, and that becomes, you know, that's your enemy. Yeah. Um, no matter how you look at it, Russia's always been a great enemy. And uh, you've got a guy who's got into office uh, uh, through lies. He steals money. Uh, out of, he's become one of the richest men in the world. I mean, the dictators, that's what they do. They make great wealth. Mm-hmm. And yet we support them. So who's supporting it? You know, big business supports big business. And, and so, you know, the average person suffers because, you know, they ended up paying all the taxes. <laughs> Not the rich, it's the, it's the poor people, you know. And yeah. uh, I look at how much taxes I pay and I'm going, wow. And then I look at some, you know, people who... Uh, make a lot of money and or what they pay and I'm going to pay more taxes than they do. Uh, so, you know, the world is in, in great chaos and, and the thing is all the things that we've shaken up now is because either it got stale or people were using it to their advantage and so the lies start coming out and uh, I don't know, I'm just kind of disappointed with the world at large these days, you know, even though I go to other countries to learn about other cultures. Um, and I see the way people are treated, you know, people like in Greece or in Egypt. And, I mean, the Greeks are treated fine, but, you know, the government steal, you know. They're famous for it. For centuries, they've been stealing from the people's coffers. And, mm-hmm. and the same thing with, you know, you go to Egypt and you see these poor people suffering yeah. and broke and, uh, and don't have food to eat. And, so, and yet you see the heads of the country... Uh, enjoying their, their lives, but never about the people, you know. That's what happens with dictators. It's always about their, it's their, their careers, you know. So, um, and I'm just a layman, like everybody else who lives in a wonderful country that gives us so much, and, and so how do we show our appreciation? Yeah, it, yeah. It's funny that you say that because it's 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 true. Because religion and politics separate a lot of people, and whatever your stance is, you know, there's always there's always you know opinions, and there's always everyone either debating you, either you made the right decision, or you don't know any better, or this, this, and that. Like you just said, wow, a lot of people deleted you from Facebook because of what you stand, you know, what you stand for, what you what you believe in. So it's it's kind of funny how the world works that way, where they're, you know, it's always. You know, is either the right side or the wrong side. There's never a happy medium, right? No. No, and it changes. 
you know, what yeah. may be now uh, in four years will change again. You know, it's always changing. That's the way progress makes its move. Um, so, you know, I haven't, excuse me, I haven't been back uh, home to Australia. Uh, I mean, I still think of Australia's home like I think of America's home. Yeah. Um, but I'm going to go to Greece now and, and um, I'm going to explore. Uh, it's funny, I'm, I'm, I'm going to more spiritual places now. Wow. I think my, uh, the world has gotten too noisy. So I like places that have solitude and quietness so that you have an objective of what it is your life is going through now and uh, how do you make it better. Or, so um, it's a place I've not gone to. And, uh, in, in the monastery uh, of Af of, in Greece. And I'm going to go stop in Amsterdam. I'm going to do some shopping in Amsterdam. I like going in Amsterdam. <laughs> Places you've been to in this world, um, which place has the most fondest to your heart? I would say Egypt. Egypt, yeah. What, what, what? I, I know that my ancestry came from there. Yeah. And Media, people calling him <laughs> messages and all that. It's just, it's, it's terrible. 
families and they think they know you, but you don't know them, so it's not the same conversation. Yeah, yeah, totally understand. <laughs> well, you have like a um, a fan calling you and saying, uh, "Hey, can I speak to you?" Just now, I saw another one calling. I mean, you know, just it's too much. It's too much. There's no privacy. Yeah. You know. Um, oh, I used to love old Hollywood. You know. Yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it was kind of funny because we were talking about McDonald's on the last uh, the last show we talked a year ago, and you love the milkshakes. Um, um, have you been to McDonald's recently? <laughs> McDonald's, I go to. I go in and out burger. If I ever did have uh, a milkshake or a hamburger, that's where I go. I never go to McDonald's. I hate McDonald's. <laughs> Alright, so what's um Tails um fast food ventures? If you had to eat fast food, which fast food would you eat? Um well then I'm trying to catch up to be healthy, you know. Um, <laughs> I don't like fast foods, to be honest with you. Yeah. I like a hamburger on occasion and I like in and out, but any of the rest I don't go to. No. I mean, just you know, anything that's done on that larger scale it has to be processed and that's not good. Yeah. Yeah. So you never really quite indulged that way? Like if, if you know, you had to go somewhere, you was hungry, and that's like the only place around, like a Burger King or something, you want to go in? You mean like the airports? <laughs> <we have? laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, I'd rather get a sandwich or something. Yeah. Um, you know, when you're getting things like hamburg meat and all that, unless it's a reputable place, it's uh, too many hands. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's that's so true. Um, Taylor, you were speaking a little bit before the phone was ringing. Um, my fans, how are your fans like? Um, when they see you, do they feel like they want to hug you, or they, they, you know, they, you, you, you know, you're admired a lot. Uh, I think when I was playing Tony, mm-hmm. I was more uh, being embraced, I suppose. Uh, you know, when you're playing villains, people still look at you. I mean, even though I don't think of him as a villain, I think of him as somebody who's had a, a hard way of coming through to through a tunnel that was very dark, so choices that were made were not great. But I, you know, I can't go out as far as a... I'm not a person who hangs out at the mall, if you know what I mean. Yeah, yeah. Where he's he's kinda 
wow. screaming at me and taking it all so seriously. But um, but no, 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 it's it's fine. When people come, they, they it's usually they like the character, they like the work, they like the show. Yeah. Um, and also, I think you know, and being with Kate, you know, there's some stuff coming up that people, have, you know, will be surprised to see. But you know, she's a great gal to work with. Um, yeah. I was going to ask you now, the, from the last time you was there to now being on Days Now, um, how has it, well, besides the writers, how has it changed? Is the camaraderie still the same? And, you know, Deidre, everybody, Kristen, you all guys are all cool together. Everything is pretty much the same when you went back as opposed to last time you was there? Uh, yes, it's a, it's a nice group. Yeah. Um, the, those who have been there for a long time, like Deidre and Christian and, and Lauren, they mean something to me, Susan Hayes and Bill Hayes and mm-hmm. um, John Aniston. You know, they're part of the history of the show as I've been. And um, the young ones are not as friendly, uh, not as easy, but that's also, you know, you try to explain sometimes things with them. Um, they're not as trained as we used to be. Mm-hmm. I, mean, um, I mean, we were serious actors in those days, you know. Yeah. We had earned the right to call ourselves actors. Now everybody's an actor. Yeah. I mean, look at Trump. He became an actor. He <laughs> did. I mean, how else would he... <laughs> I know it. You know it's funny because I live in the Midwest of Wisconsin, and you know he got this whole state, and I'm just you know it's, it's just shocking when you go from you know house to house to, to Trump Pence signs. He's he's really loved in the Midwest. I'm I, I'm kind of shocked by that. Yeah, yeah. Well, I hope he he's he's got some wonderful surprises that are going to be advantageous for the people of the United States. Um, you know. He's been chosen at this time, so you know there are no mistakes. I think we things are chosen in order to exude something else. But I think, like the rest of the world, everybody was sick and tired of, of uh, the elites. You know. Yeah. Yeah, you know, people yeah, people wanted change in a drastic form and Trump is like the drastic form you can ask for change, but hey, you know, it's America voted and you know, it's yeah, but he also talks their language, you know. He's yeah. simple in in the way he doesn't have, you know, big vocabulary. I mean President Obama is different, you know. Yeah. I can see why they would think he was an elitist or he was because he was so well educated because he's such an intelligent, smart guy. Mm-hmm. I loved about him was um, he represented the country well, you know, the yeah. way he you know, there was no scandals, there was not none of all none of that. Mm-hmm. You know. He's the first president in years that hasn't had any scandals. But, you know, we're still all Americans. I mean, we still have to start of the, you know, the duty. But, uh, but anyway, uh, I'm interested to see, you know, at first uh, I thought, oh, well, we'll but, you know, we're still pretty well off. And you look at other leaders around the world and the way people are secretly killed and imprisoned, you know, we're, we're a free country, I think. 
keyword you think <laughs> that's the keyword well i think too you know um also tail before um i let you go i know you have to go um my final question for you is i think i've actually this before but i'm not that um, probably your answer has changed um what would the tale of today tell the tale of yesterday Hi, what, is that? what would the tale of today tell the tale of yesterday Oh, the tale of today is the tale of yesterday. Yeah. I think I am much more patient mm -hmm. today than yesterday. I think also because I have had so much experience beyond the norm that builds a foundation where, um, like somebody was here as a guest at my house and, and broke a few things and carelessly. Um, Whoa. I would not, the tale of, of yesterday would have just really flipped because of what was broken. But even the guest said to me, my God, you're not even upset. I said, I am upset. I just don't lose it like I used to. Yeah. So I think, I, I think I've mellowed more. I, I, you know, I'm, I'm at a point, I just love children. Mm -hmm. um, I should have had many children. I just love watching children because in many ways you see the innocence and you're you're hoping that they can be guided well no. um you know i'm, I'm self-made so um i have now reason to be able to be objective about things um and you know i love people winning i think that's why the price is right when i watch it because <laughs> it's one way of watching other people in this world winning something and getting some kind of an accolade for uh, yeah. so that I enjoy so that tells me um, about kindness and about uh, being unselfish and knowing that it's not always your turn and yeah. that makes a difference because that's where perseverance comes in and that's where insight comes in and I think it would have been uh, uh, very lucky um, any regrets? Is that an exclusive? You're, it's, it's a done deal? You're doing it next year? Yes. It's, uh, I haven't told, I mean, I've told some friends, but I haven't announced it uh, publicly. But yeah, I'm going to be going to um, have great meetings with them. And, and I'm maybe the face of Greek products. Wow. Yeah, and it's a way of telling stories. One of the things they liked uh, about me was that I was able to tell stories. Well, you know, some people can tell stories and you go, when is this story over? Yeah. Um, you know, someone can tell you, oh, I had 
tea with you know, Jacqueline Kennedy, and they go, oh, that's nice. And was it good? Yeah, it was good. She was nice, you know, and that's it. Yeah. But I, I take it from the point where she comes in the door and you're stunned, you know, I take you through the ride. Yeah. Like, you'll... You know, that's the difference, and that's how do you tell a story, and, you know, I come from an ancient world where they were orators before the, you know, when it was in the Lutheran age, and so uh, that's how they passed down stories, and so... Um, I like that. I like passing stories, you know. So, anyway. Well, um, that's amazing. Congratulations on the QVC deal. That's awesome. Yeah, so we'll see. Uh, we'll see what's going to finally come through. That's another reason why I'm going to Greece now. I'm going up to the mountains of the Peloponnese, where the, the Spartan War took place in the Battle of Thermopylae, and up there they've got the most amazing products. I mean, they've got honey and and yogurt's up there. You've never tasted it in your life. It's how great it is because it's all natural products up there. And, you know, the recipe is ancient. Wow. That's yeah. awesome. Um, are you talking about your third book? Um, Are you in the process of writing it? Yes. I'm, I think I'm calling it... Well, somebody gifted me uh, with my DNA, um, <laughs> Ancestry.com, and I realized that um, a lot of the countries I'm very attracted to are part of my history including um, Egypt and uh, Turkey and um, Afghanistan, I was uh, a little surprised with, but um, uh, Israel, um, Iran. So all those countries that I'm very attracted to because of the ancient world are part of my heritage, and I understand that. So I think people, sometimes when we have something we're attracted to or sounds fascinating to us, that we've had somehow had a, an experience there. And that's mm-hmm. why it resonates. Oh wow, that's that's amazing, Tao. Like you know, you're 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 still doing your you know acting, your your writing, your traveling. You know, you you know you make life you know fun. You know, you know life is what you make of it, and you know you make it fun for yourself. And it's very refreshing to hear that. Well, my brother says to me in a, from Australia, "You exhaust me. I cannot believe where do you get the energy to do all these things." <laughs> and it, I'm not retiring, George. I mean, you know, I'm not a person who's going to be playing golf, you know, three times a week. That's boring <laughs> to me. Uh, I just would rather sit in some corner and watch people and write about it, you know. It's, I like interpreting things. That's why I suppose I'm, I'm an actor. But, yeah, so the next book, um, I've got a lot of countries to go to. Uh, but this one's going to be culture and cuisine. Kind of a Bourdain kind of thing with Oh, okay. Interesting. Like an Anthony Bourdain type flavor you're going to do? Yeah, the book. I want to do, because I know a lot about food, and so I want to express that and combine it with the culture of that particular cuisine. Mm -hmm. So in a way, I would like to get to all the places that are part of my DNA, talk about that history, Mm -hmm. and also then express the meaning of that culture for me. Mm. Fascinating. I don't know about going to Afghanistan. Uh, <laughs> i go to Kabul or something, but uh, I just find that country fascinating, you know, because it's so mountainous. And its history has been ph- phenomenal. But, you know, we'll see. Oh. You know, the next phase. So next time we interview, we'll talk about the journeys that were taken um, after this conversation. Yes, yes. Thank you so much, Tao. And I can't wait to talk to you probably next year. We'll try. We'll probably do it again. Yes, thank you. Be well, I hope everybody out there was intellectually stimulated by way of mobile devices. Have a good one, folks. <laughs>